Helping you stand apart from your competition and explode the growth of your business. You're about to discover the latest online strategies, tools, and advice to succeed online. Succeed online. This is Super Savvy Business with expert online marketer Fiona Lewis. Hi, it's Fiona Lewis here from Super Savvy Business and today we are talking about the wonderful world of AdWords. And to cover the topic of AdWords, we have a very well-respected professional. His name is Mike Rhodes. Now, Mike is without doubt one of the leaders in Google AdWords, not just in Australia but globally. He has co-authored the most popular book on the topic with Perry Marshall. Now, he's also been invited to Google's internal planning days to talk to them about AdWords and how they can improve it. And he's even been asked by Google to represent them speaking at events. Now, Mike also runs Australia's biggest AdWords agency with over $10 million per year under management, which is a pretty big amount of uh, AdWords running through the agency. So as you can imagine, Mike really knows his stuff. So welcome to our call, Mike. Thank you, Faye. Thanks for having me. Look, uh, I'm I'm really excited about having you on the call, and and I'm I'm thanking want to thank you for giving your time up today because I know you're a very very busy man with everything that you're doing, traveling all over the world, speaking at these Google events, and uh, also managing your agency. But um, AdWords is something that in in my community and the clients that I work with, that they're, they're probably dabbled in a fair bit um, and and had some experience. But uh, I know that mm. your knowledge, you have some pretty cool things under your belt as far as AdWords is concerned? Um, well, so one thing I hear often is, oh, look, we tried AdWords, it didn't work. And, you know, there's plenty of forums and people talking about that. Sort of, so that's something I've, I've heard often. For me, it's it's not the tool, it's the user. You know, it's the, mm-hmm. the, the old line of fire can be used to heat your food or burn your hut down. It's how you use the tool that matters. It's exactly the same with, with AdWords. It is unfortunately very very easy to set up an AdWords campaign so every web developer and SEO person and social media expert and everybody has been able to do that but it's the last five percent that makes all the difference and it's it's very easy to set up but it's it's actually quite difficult to master especially these days and there are so many bells and whistles and knobs and levers to pull inside that AdWords account that um, it, look, it can be quite daunting um, and the competition is is so much higher now. So while it um, it can be tricky, um, done right, it is a fantastic tool for businesses of all size. And and that's that's probably one of the, the, the coolest things about it is that the very small business can compete uh, on a fairly even playing field with the huge businesses because it's not about the, the dollars that you spend, it's about how well you do it. You know, there's there's no other media in the world where the better you get at it, the cheaper it gets. You know, there's mm. no there's never been a TV station that's called a business and said, That T V ad you ran last night worked fantastically well. We're gonna give you a discount on tomorrow's ad. Yeah, but that's essentially what happens within within AdWords. And you you touched on a couple of points there. First of all, Mike, that I just wanted to to look into a little bit more. And one is that there's so many little levers and things that you can play with to get it right. And and I guess it's the same with all the different facets of digital marketing. You know, like and that and that's why for me, I don't mm. even pretend to specialize in AdWords because it's the kind of thing that you need to live, eat, and breathe to really yes. get it right and to get the 
best bang for your buck. Similarly for me, like I live, eat and breathe the whole content marketing side of things because I know, you know, from the SEO side of things because I know if I focus on that, then I can learn it and know it and do it really well. So I guess, you know, coming back to AdWords, because this is just all you do, isn't it? This is what you focus on and what you specialize in. Yep. We, we don't do SEO, mm. we don't do website design, um, we don't write emails for people, um, and we certainly don't go sort of outside the, the scope of online marketing and also offer radio and TV buys, and, and you know, which some full-service agencies do, um, do attempt to do. Um, we focus and have focused for eight years now uh, solely on AdWords. We, we do do other forms of paid marketing like, like Facebook and so on. Um, and other forms of remarketing, which we can chat about in the call if you like. Um, but we've chosen to focus just on that because it is, as you say, it is a full-time job. One, keeping up with all of the changes that Google make. I think it was 66 major changes in the last year alone. Um, so just keeping up with that, testing out these new things, seeing what works, what doesn't for various different types of accounts, rolling those out through to other client accounts. Um, yeah, and I've got great team here helping me with all of this obviously it's not something that that I'm trying to do but we have specialists even within the team you know of some people are just working on certain little areas within side of AdWords so I, I just I, I can't understand really how um, some agencies well okay that's been a bit mean I, I won't go there but uh, <laughs> but I but guess this, is, do AdWords, this but, is why but, you're but, saying but, the people say that it doesn't work because maybe maybe they have tried it themselves with an or with an agency. But if maybe if that agency isn't a full specialist, maybe that's perhaps why they're not getting the results that they're after. Yep, so, more than likely. Again, yeah. you know, the, the first eighty percent is easy. It's easy to throw some keywords in to write a couple of ads uh, to, to tell Google how much you're prepared to bid, set a budget, and off you go. And and there are certainly lots of uh, training courses out there and lots of uh, books that that would like to make it seem very very easy because everybody loves the the magic easy button and, and if you can sell hey this is easy then lots of people buy but it actually isn't it isn't that easy I've got two big training courses well over 20 hours of content um, and that's really just to get you off the ground that's not going to get you to a professional agency level although many many agencies well over a hundred have been through my training courses um, but it's a good start, but, but you have to get in there and get your hands dirty and, and do it and run accounts and run very different types of accounts. And, and I was lucky enough to learn on my own dime, uh, spending my own money way back in 2004, um, spending, uh, running AdWords for my own businesses. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's, that's how I ended up in this game. But I, th I see so many people sort of they've read our book or they've done someone's course and, oh, okay, I know AdWords now. I've, I've got a new client. And then they're posting in, the, in some of the AdWords forums. So I was like, okay, what do I do next? Um, and it's, I just think that's appalling, really, yeah. that, that somebody is, is taking someone's money and, and learning on their dime. Um, I just i am not a fan of that. 
No, no. For a number of reasons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, I, I completely understand. So I guess today I'd really like to talk, given that our audience um, have probably had some experience with um, AdWords and they understand the basics of, you know, how it works, but there's some really mm. cool things that you can do yeah, in a Google AdWords campaign. So can you maybe just elaborate on a few things that, are, you know, that, that you guys do and, and, and how it can really ramp up a business? Okay. Um a little bit of background for this. I was at a, at a private mastermind recently in Texas over in the States and there were some very heavy hitters in the room. Some people were spending millions a month on their own businesses for paid media and yet only half the room was using this tool called remarketing, sometimes called retargeting. For me, that is assuming that your website already has some traffic, which I think uh, most of the businesses listening to this do. You know, they're not just starting out. There isn't a trickle of traffic. They've already got an existing business. It's up and running. The website's been going for a while, and there is already traffic coming to that website. If you look at most websites, let's take e-commerce as an example. Typical e-commerce site in Australia probably converts somewhere between one and two percent. Let's be generous. Let's say two percent of people buy. That means ninety-eight percent of people leave without buying. If it's a lead gen website, again, let's be really generous and say 10% of people fill in that contact form or inquiry form or free consultation or measure and quote or whatever that might be. 90% of people are leaving that website without doing what you want them to do. Now, there's a number of reasons why people might leave and a whole chunk of those people will never come back no matter what you do. But there was a big group in there that showed significant interest in what you have to offer and you can you can tell that by looking at the stats of your website maybe they went and looked at a number of pages maybe they read a few blog posts maybe they looked at your returns policy or your shipping policy mm. maybe they have been to your about page or your giving back to charity page and they've, they've spent time there they've read they've they've hung around but they haven't quite got over the line yet you know maybe the kids were screaming in the background or um, they had to rush off to school and get them or Something happened. They had to leave. Oh, the boss walked in and they had to close the browser down. You know, there was a reason there that they left the site. Remarketing is a way for you to tag all of those people that come to your site and then get back in front of those, essentially stalk them, but yeah, follow <laughs> them around as they view other websites on the internet. Follow them around with very, very specific ads based again on that known behavior. So they did something on your website. Maybe it was they maybe they signed up for your free trial, but they haven't ponied up the cash yet to to join your paid service or to, to grab your your paid product. Maybe they added a product to the shopping cart, but they haven't checked out yet. Or maybe they've just been to your site like we said and, and they haven't filled out that form yet. They haven't converted yet. That's the group of people that you would love to get back in front of, given the opportunity. Maybe put different messages in front of those people over time. You know, that might be talking yeah. about the awards that you won last year, um, a client testimonial, the story of somebody that you helped, uh, the book that you just wrote, whatever it might be. But coming at it from a bunch of different angles and showing those different ads over time, just like you would do with uh, an, an autoresponder sequence. You know, you, you try and grab someone's email and then you send them good quality information over time, different things touching on different facets of what you do over time because you know that one of those 
is going to stand out for that particular person, and that's going to cause them to go, "Oh, I didn't, I didn't realize you did that. That's that's exactly what I've been looking for. Yep, I'm I'm ready to go now." And I everybody with an auto love that. Yeah, look, you know, the, like you say, the fact that with remarketing you have the opportunity to convert someone who didn't convert whilst they're on your site, because normally, like you say, once they're gone, they're gone, and, you, and you've potentially lost that opportunity to convert them in some way but the fact that like you say you can you can show different ads whether it be for a free thing for a testimonial for a low pricing or I don't know give them further information about a product that maybe they were looking at I just it's absolute gold <laughs> and, and, and with Google system because with Google yeah, PPC stands for pay per click and so it's the same for Google whether it's a, a search ad or a display ad, a banner ad and this is what we're talking about here. It doesn't have to be a banner ad with remarketing, by the way. You can use text ads, and there's even funky ways that we can tie remarketing in with search. If we really want to go deep into this, we can talk about that. But um, the big benefit of the Google system is that you're not like radio or TV or most other ways of buying ads online. You're not paying for every 1,000 people that see your ad, which is called CPM, or cost per 1,000. Mm. And that's what most traditional media has always been based on, you know, the number of people driving past that billboard, the, the, the cum frequency, the number of people listening to this particular radio station at this time of day. You're not paying for that. You're not paying for attention. You are only paying if and when they are interested enough to click on one of your ads and come back to your site a second time. The other 99% of the time, it's free branding. So you get to get back in front of, you get to show all of these people, all of these different messages about your business. You get to put your logo in front of them as often as you want. And you don't want to do it too often. Yeah, this is an important caveat. You don't want to piss people off with this. You don't want your ad to be the only ad they see on the next 50 websites they go to in the next half an hour. That That's going to annoy people. That's going to have a negative brand impact. There are ways around that. You want to gently remind them uh, that, that you are there and, and who you are and again all of these different ways that you can help them all of your different benefits that you offer and hopefully points of difference over competitors gently remind them of that and only pay if and when they click to come back to your website and, and we get very very funky with this as you might imagine there are all sorts of different ways to um, to segment that audience if you, if you think about all of the people coming to your website as, as one huge audience or all of the people on your email list as one big audience the worst thing you can do is to treat all of those people exactly the same so that the key thing here is to treat different people differently so if you sell we've got a client sell swimwear and so they sell men's and ladies and kids swimwear so if they've been looking at the kids swimwear section we're going to show them an ad for kids swimwear. We may even show them an ad for the specific product that they've just been looking mm, at because, yeah. if again, if they showed specific interest in something, then that's the ad that we it makes sense to, to, to show that ad to them again. And, and, yeah, again, gently remind them, hey, yeah, come, come back to our site. Um, many, many ways you can do that. If you're an insurance company, um, a great way to, to use remarketing is, let's say typical insurance site is most people sell insurance for a year so if someone coming to your website now they are probably looking to buy insurance within the next on average let's say four weeks it is a, a lengthy decision process there but it's not hours and it's not months let's just say four weeks so they're going to buy insurance from someone in the next four weeks on average it's not going to be you but hopefully you're going to get a percentage of those people to buy from you 
here's the thing. 12 months from now, let's say 11 and a half months from now, they are going to be in the market for insurance again. Now, whoever they went with this year is obviously going to start emailing them and saying, hey, it's, it's up for renewal. But they're going to be in the market again. With remarketing, an insurance company could say, All right, everybody that's on my website now, show them ads for the next four weeks, definitely. You know, let's try and get them this year. But if we fail, let's show ads to those people starting in 11, 11 and a half months' time. Oh. Let's not annoy them all year because we know that they're not in the market for insurance all year. But in 11 and a half months' time, for a period of, let's say, six weeks, let's show them ads again and hopefully pick up some additional business that we didn't get first time around. That's like little ninja tricks. <laughs> I like that. It's, uh, it's, it's clever, isn't it? Because you, you're thinking about then the buying cycle of, of this customer and, you know, when, like you say, when they're going to be potentially looking to re-engage with an insurance company. So that's gold. Yeah, you're, just, you're thinking about them and, and, and as we all know now, you know, we don't sell anymore. They buy from us. Mm. The customer is in charge. So you've got to think about it from the customer's point of view. You've got to look at the behaviors of your different groups of prospects and, and leads. How do they behave? What does that behavior mean? Therefore, what message do I need to put in front of that person? Um, give you another example. Um, for an e-commerce client, we treat new visitors to their site very differently from returning visitors. If someone has returned five times to the site, and showed significant interest in that site but they haven't bought yet, they probably need a little bit of something extra to get them over the line. Maybe it's 10% discount, maybe it's free shipping, maybe it's some sort of value add. But the person that's brand new to the website that looked at 15 pages and hasn't bought yet, we're not going to offer them a discount. Yeah, I hate discounting. I, I, I always prefer value adding to discounting anyway. But we're not going to try and incentivize that person yet because we know that a lot of people buy on the second or third visit. But if they keep coming back and they keep coming back, but they're not quite over the line yet, well, then we can try and we can test. And the key with everything online, as we all know, is test everything. There are no such things as best practices. What works for business A may not work for business B and vice versa. Everything needs to be tested. But there's so many ways that you can then start to think about this as a marketer and I've got this group of people, I've got this audience. It's, it's like building your own little radio station. I've got 20,000 people that came to my website in the last three months, and I've got this little group of them over here, these 5,000 that did X, Y, Z, which is different from all those others. How would you market differently to that group? What messages would you like to show those people? Maybe even which, which page on your site do you bring them back to? Because you, know, you could bring them back to a page that nobody else gets to see that only those special people, only that special group of 5,000 mm. get to see. You know that they have people that have been to your website once. Everybody else coming into your website for the first time, they never get to see this. Only people that respond to that ad following those little group of people around get to see this secret page. So it's a great way to test new ideas or new offers or new products kind of in secret, you know, in, in some sort of quarantine. So yep. you know it's not going out to the whole world. It's a great way to test different ideas. Yes, it's like a controlled experiment, isn't it? Mm, yeah, and and with your best prospects. So these are the people that are most likely to buy from you, given the chance. Of yeah, you know, you've got a group of people that already bought. You got a group of people that'll never come back, and there's this group in the middle of people that have been, they've shown interest, but they didn't quite get through it the first time. What a great group of people to wander around and show ads to. 
Mm. And only they, if and when they come back. That's that's remarketing in a nutshell. We yep. love it. It's it's so profitable. It's almost cheating. <laughs> and I think, um, I mean, most people, um, internet users, do you think that they're aware of what remarketing is? Like, do you think that they're aware that you know there's been a, the cookies installed and that's why that ad keeps showing up? Or do you think that the majority of people are still it's, thinking, "Wow, these people are everywhere." I think I think the average consumer is more aware of it certainly than even a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I think particularly people that are fairly savvy shoppers online are quite aware of it. They've been to a lot of websites, they've seen that washing machine or that pair of shoes, follow them around, they leave that site, people are aware of it. Mm-hmm. A tiny, tiny, tiny percentage of Google AdWords advertisers use it, like I say, that this, this group in Texas, but, but very smart online marketers are only half the room were using remarketing. They were, the other half were aware of it. They sort of had heard of it, but they had no idea of the power of it. Um, very, very few are using it. And, and of those that are, most are just doing a really, really, really basic setup, which is basically just saying, showing one ad to everybody that's already been to the site for yeah. four weeks. That's yeah. the sort of the standard setup that Google will sort of help you do by default. And that's just that's just not going to get you near the the returns that doing this well. We've got a, a e-commerce client at the moment that is getting a ten percent conversion rate on the ads that we're using. Wow! Because they're so targeted. Yeah. And that's unheard of for for a for a display ad. Yeah. Average click through rate on a banner ad is 0.1 percent. So click through rates are off the chart. But then of the people that we're getting to the site, ten percent of them are buying because we're only showing those ads to a sensible and small group of people that we know are in the market for what we've got to Yeah, they're, they're warm leads, you know, so it, it's mm. if you market to them in the, in the right way, then, then you stand the chance of really being able to increase that conversion rate. It, it is, as one of my mentors says, found money. It is money <laughs> that is just lying there waiting to be picked up. Yeah, and so many people are leaving it on the table, aren't they, because they're just not they aware are, of it yeah. or, or they're not aware of how to do it properly. So which is, that's which is getting scooped up by your competitors. That yeah, exactly, exactly. So that's that's one one little, uh, well, not little, one huge, <laughs> huge uh, part of what you do that is is very different and and quite quite successful. What is what are some other things that are going on in the AdWorlds community in the AdWorlds world that um, perhaps people aren't aware of that that could really make a difference to their campaigns? I'll touch on a couple of other behavioral targeting methods and then maybe we can dig into a little bit to uh, to YouTube which we're getting a lot of traction with at the moment and then talk about some of the, the newer features that have just rolled out within Google. One of which is, is tracking which is fantastic for um, pretty much every small business out there using using Google AdWords. Um, so remarketing is, is a part of Google that is focused on what is that person's past behavior that's essentially what we're using to determine how we advertise to that person. Mm-hmm. So rather than have to guess, well, well, which site might my prospects be on? Is it, is it Oprah? Is it CNN? Is it Sydney Morning Herald? Is it this little blog talking about cosmetic surgery? You know, what is it? Where might they be? And so remarketing, you don't have to worry about that. You just follow the people around. Well, there are other ways that you can target based on behavior. Uh, one of them which we're getting huge success with at the moment is this thing called in-market. So in other words, Google 
I mean, we, we, we all know that Google knows an awful lot about us, right? They, they know which, which, what we've searched for, which websites we've been to, how long we went there, which sites we buy from, how much we buy, how often we buy. They know all of this stuff about us, which devices we use in what quantity and when. So Google uses all of this information to decide loads and loads of categories within Google's list here that I'm looking at now, stuff like consumer electronics or clothing or they're in the market for a new car. You can either drill, even drill down to the particular brand of car. So Google knows if you're in the market for a new Merc or a new Hyundai right now. Um, Google knows if you're in the market for a mortgage in the near future or if you've been looking for tax services in the recent past. Uh, maybe a new mobile phone or looking to travel somewhere. So this is really, really powerful. You're not now basing your ads based on what are they typing into Google. Because if you want to remarket to someone, you need them to have been to your website. So you mm -hmm. need to get them there in the first place so you can remarket to them. This is almost like being able to put that remarketing code on your competitor's website. Oh. I know they're in the market for a new mortgage or for car insurance, again, let's use the car insurance idea again. They're in the market for this. Google tells me that these people are in the market for this, but I can't remarket it to them because they haven't been to my website yet. I haven't got enough traffic to be able to do that. But Google knows which 5,000 people or whatever the number is, I don't know, in Australia right now are in the market right now for that product. Google, go show those people these ads, please. And again, only charge me if and when they click. Awesome. Off you wow. go, Google. Go find them. <laughs> so that's pretty cool. Um, that is a YouTube. very cool one. So, so basically, you you kind of you're almost like being able to sort of uh, like you say you go after the competitors because let's say I've been to you know insurance company A, but I'm insurance company B. What you're saying is if they have been to insurance company A's website and I do in the market advertising, then my ads can start to follow that person because Google knows they're in the market for insurance. Yes. Right. Yeah. So obviously, there are many layers to this. It's not that they've just happened to have been there once. It's it's based on you know, have they been to a number of insurance sites recently? Did they spend right. uh, longer than average there? What other things have they searched Google for? And so it's using all of that information to say, okay, yeah, Fee, right now, we know she's in the market for XYZ, so we've got advertisers that want to show ads for XYZ. Uh, so this is really where we're... Google is heading and then the direction Google is heading in. They want to get away with pesky things like us having to come up with keywords and write ad copy and manage bids every day. Um, they realize that that's a, a barrier to lots of small businesses using the tool. And so more and more they're moving to this behavioral targeting to make it easier for businesses to understand how it works and to, to target the right people because they know that if your ads show to the right people, then everybody's happy. Then Google's shareholders are happy. They make lots of money. Us as advertisers are happy because our, our ads work and our clients are happy. And the user, most importantly, the user of Google is happy because they are seeing more and more relevant ads that are more meaningful to them. If you're a, uh, a cat owner and you see the ads for dog food and dog collars all the time, that's going to annoy you eventually. That's that's going to be completely irrelevant to you. Now, there's obviously a danger in this, and we can wax philosophical about this for hours probably. We won't. Um, 
<laughs> but yeah, where where that then takes us, and 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 the the widening gap. Let's not go there. That's a minefield. Mm. Um, but you know, Google see good advertising as as informative, and and that an ad is information, not something that's purely going to be annoying. And and that's what they want. They want ads to be more and more useful. And the the way to to do that is to make them more and more relevant to people. If they're relevant, people will click. Everybody else makes money and the user is happy and they come back and they use Google and not Yahoo or 9MSN or Bing or whatever else. It might be Yellow Pages, bless them. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's all about so, creating that good user experience really and that's and that's what Google is focusing on more and more, aren't they? It, it, it's always been that. It, it's always been about Relevance. You know, that is the key to the Google system, and, and that's the key to AdWords. And right at the beginning, I said that um, it's a level playing field because it's not about she with the biggest wallet wins. It's about the person that can write the highest quality ad. And there's many, many different ways that Google look at quality. When you boil it all down, it's how many people click on your ad compared to your competitor's ad. Because if three times as many people are clicking on your ad, it must be because they're getting what they were looking for. Uh -huh. They're getting what they wanted. And so by continuing to test and try different ideas, try different benefits, and keep writing new and different ads over time, then you know, you, you're going to win because your competitors are probably not doing this. They're probably using it the way they used to use the yellow pages, which is to write one ad once a year and then leave it for 12 months. And that's not the way to win the game mm. with AdWords. So... Um, yeah, behavioral targeting is, is just oh, it's a wonderful thing and, and, and so few other people are using it right now which which is probably a great segue into, into YouTube YouTube yes, is like 2004 huge, isn't it? mm. oh, it's, it's like 2004 all over again now I, I should stress that cheap clicks are not necessarily good clicks you know I don't want to be misunderstood but um, the clicks on YouTube are incredibly cheap and there is an immense amount of traffic to be had there. Google wants to monetize the, I don't know what we're up to now, it's something like 4 billion views a day. Oh, it's now, insane half of numbers, them, yeah. Half of them are mobile um, and they want to monetize that. You know, they paid 1.6 billion for this thing. They've, they've well and truly made that back, don't don't worry, but they want to monetize this, this huge amount of traffic uh, that they have. Um, many ways you can use that. Um, I see so many people that go to a huge amount of effort to create some sort of video and that could be a small business with their FAQ videos or their, their testimonials and their, the, the story of how they started maybe all the way through to the big corporates obviously they've got their TVCs uh, but some of the big corporates are starting to create uh, YouTube specific material that they maybe couldn't get away with showing on network TV but they know that that audience on YouTube, they can be a little bit more risque. Kmart have a mm. fantastic uh, video all about uh, free shipping if you want to go search for that one. I'll, I'll, I'll leave that one with you. Yeah. Um, yeah, YouTube is uh, is a gold mine really at the moment. I don't use that term very often. but Yeah, I mean, I, that's, I 
I was at a summit over the last few few days and uh, we did talk about YouTube advertising and, and that was the sentiment in the room was that it is like, you know, the, the early days when, when Google AdWords was, was dirt cheap and, and also a few years back when Facebook was really cheap and uh, so now yeah. the, the, the latest gold pot is, is uh, YouTube. Now, I guess there's a little bit more of a barrier to entry there though because you have to have a, a you know, perhaps a 30-second video that needs to be produced which, you know, it's probably takes a little bit more effort and thought involved in doing that than simply writing a bit of copy for AdWords or creating a banner for, you know, remarketing. There's actually two ways you can use YouTube. Certainly the, the best is if you have your own video collateral. Uh, I'll give you a quick story in a second about one that we've just done. But there are ways to advertise on YouTube if you don't yet have a video. It's not going to be as good. You're essentially just doing banner advertising, but you can target where your banners show up very, very well, you can either show a, a banner sort of top right up on YouTube next to maybe videos of your competitors or videos of the things that your prospects have been searching for. Remember that YouTube is the world's second biggest search engine and mm. a huge number of people use it to search for things. Um, you can even put those banner ads or text ads over the top of other videos. So it's called a, a call to action overlay. Ah, the yeah, they're those little one, box those, ones down the bottom. And, yeah, like the lower yeah. third. Exactly, yes. a little banner shows up over the, the bottom third of the video. Mm. Um, if your competitors aren't smart enough to turn that feature off on their videos, you can show your ads over the top of their videos. <laughs> uh, so you don't have to have videos to get to get going. Um, but if you do, so quick case study, you know uh, Dale Beaumont very well. He won't mind me sharing these numbers because I've, I've shared this case study publicly with, with his group. But he came to us uh, a few months ago. He's got this free business template, great free business template that he wants to get in the hands of more businesses. Um, so it's good quality content. Back to your point about content marketing is not giving away crap. Dale's not like that. He's a great guy. Mm -hmm. So he just wants to, to give that away more. And obviously we know that that helps drive more people into his business as marketers, but he's adding value with the, this first thing. So we had a look at uh, the Google AdWords, the Google keyword tool, now called the Keyword Planner tool. And we found that the cost per click for a phrase like business uh, business planner or, or business plan tool, business plan writing tool, help with business plan. These are sort of five to even thirty dollars a click. Wow! If you can get someone to click on your ad, so that clearly wasn't going to work. So we decided to go with YouTube. We had Dale record a minute-long video, and obviously, yes, again, that's a bit easier for him because he runs events all the time and he's got a guy with a camera standing at the back of the room, so yes. that took about five minutes out of his day just to jump in front of a camera and record that and have one of his team edit it. Probably going to cost about $1,000 uh, to get a one-minute video for the average business created, work on a figure of around about $1,000 a minute. So Dale gave us the video, it's about a minute long, and we ran that as an ad on YouTube over the last well, about five months or so. Uh, average cost to get somebody to view the video, well, actually, I, I should, uh, let me back up a second. You would have seen the, the videos that I'm talking about. When you go to watch a video on YouTube, there's usually a little ad that plays before the video that you're trying to get to. Yep. Some of them are annoying and you can't skip them, but most of them you can skip after five seconds. So if it's not something you're interested in, you can skip it after five seconds and move on. Yeah. What most people don't realize is that you as the advertiser don't pay anything unless someone is interested enough to watch 30 seconds. And if people stick around, then you don't pay for 30 seconds. But if you put a strong call to action, which of course we did, at about the 20 second mark, give or take, if you can get people to click on that video, 
before the 30 second mark, then you can get them off YouTube and onto your website for free. It's completely free traffic. Google yes. are not going to charge you because they haven't watched 30 seconds of the video yet. As, as that, that is spectacular. I mean, but I think um, what I heard yesterday at the summit that I was at was that it's it's either 30 seconds or half the length of your, of your video, which is why he was no, saying... No, that's not right. No? That's not right. Okay. It's 30 seconds. If the video is longer than 30 seconds, they charge you at the 30-second mark. Yep. If the video is shorter than 30 seconds, then you get charged if they watch the full thing. So if you've got a 20-second oh, okay. video, you're not going to get charged until they get to the 20-second mark. Right. Okay. Well, how amazing is that? Now, this is this is free traffic to your site through advertising. So with a strong enough call to action, before the 30-second mark, you can get them off for free. And then, because we know we've paid at 30 seconds, we generally have a, a second 30 seconds. So there's maybe a little pause in the middle there. Maybe help people think that, oh, this is the end of the video. I should, I should click that call to action that's in front of me on the screen. If they are interested enough, they've watched this far, then we'll show them another 30 seconds of content, again, useful, relevant content, uh, and another call to action at the end because there's a good chance we can get them to go to the website then. So seven cents a view it ended up costing on average. So we had days where it was two or three cents, but on average across, excuse me, five months, seven cents a view. We were able to get people across to Dale's website and then get them to put their email address and name into that form on the website so they're a qualified lead now. So remember, this is a $5.50 keyword, and we were able to get leads for, on average, $3.17. Wow. That was the average for the five months. There was, some again, some weeks where that was a couple of bucks a lead. But $3 a lead in a $5 a click market, um, you, know, you can't I do that. And that, at the moment. No, and as a business owner, if you know that by spending that three dollars you're making fifty or a hundred or whatever, you, you're right. spending those three dollars each and every day. <laughs> it's like absolutely, yeah. I'll give you ten back. Yeah. I'm going to play that game all day and twice on Sunday. Wow. So between remarketing in the market and YouTube advertising, I mean, they're three three key things that many, many business owners are probably not even aware of when they think AdWords. Probably. Probably not aware of at all. I'll give you a fourth one to, to finish off. Sounds good. Uh, and that is that is call tracking. So being able to – so typically, if you've run AdWords in the past, let's say, you can measure exactly how much you spent on Google AdWords and exactly how many people made it from Google to your website. You can then measure – using a tool like Google Analytics, which your web developer hopefully has set up for you, you can measure how many of those people filled out the form on your site and made it to your thank you page. That's all good. But what has always been quite difficult or required an extra service, which was often quite expensive to be able to do, was all of these people that you're driving to your website, how many of them actually said, I'm not going to go fill out a form, I just, I just want to talk to someone. And there's a big phone number top right on your website, so they're just going to pick up the phone and call you. Tracking those calls once they get to your website has traditionally been a bit of a challenge with AdWords requiring extra expense. Google have in the recent, oh, I'm going to say four months ago or so, thereabouts, middle of 2014 as we're recording this, um, they are now offering that for free. They will give you, as a small business, if you're advertising with Google AdWords, they'll give you a free 1-800 number with a little bit of funky code. So yes, your web dev has to be involved here or somebody has to change a bit of code on your website. But essentially that, that and it doesn't matter if it's an 02 number or a 1300 number or whatever it is that's on your site, 
when somebody comes to your website from that AdWords click, the number on your site is going to automatically change to Google's tracking number. You don't have to set up a new phone line or anything. That's just going to bounce through Google's system and come back to your normal phone number. But because it bounces through Google's system, it means that everything can now be tracked. And so where you thought that AdWords for maybe every $1,000 you spent was getting you 20 leads, now you find it was actually getting you 20 leads plus 37 phone calls. And now you get to see the true value of AdWords and you also get to see which ads or which keywords or which of my in-market funky behavioral ads are driving the right people to your business. It's it's great that they've finally done this and they've finally worked out with the That's telcos yeah. uh, how to do this. Um, it's such, such a valuable tool. But again, um, it takes a little bit of work to set up. I, don't attempt it if you've... Uh, if you've never seen code at the back end of your website, you know, have somebody help you with that. Um, we're lucky enough to have Google help us with that sort of stuff for free. They know that you know, we make them a lot of money, so they actually do all of this sort of code install f for us for free. So we know that it's going to be done right the first time and the client's going to get a decent result straight away. Um, it's such a, such a useful tool. So that's called on-site call tracking. If, you've already, if you're already running Google AdWords, then you want to talk to your AdWords provider about uh, on-site call tracking and getting yeah. that set up. I mean, that, that really does, does take the ability to measure your return on investment to a whole new level. And, and I know working with clients that I, that I have that um, that's one of the biggest issues is, is you know, I, I'm spending these marketing dollars, but how do I accurately measure my return on investment? Mm. So the fact that they've introduced this now is, is, spec is really, really good. And we always used to treat that as, as, as cream on top. You know, like we know it's positive ROI. We know it's profitable to run AdWords and you give us a dollar and we give you five back or 10 or 27 or whatever it was for that particular client. But to be able to get that full view now of you spend a dollar and actually you get 14 back um, is really, really valuable, obviously for them, as you say, for, for you as a, as a consultant to prove where those marketing dollars are being spent wisely. Um, but also just for them to understand that you know of the 57 phone calls that they got last month, 27 of those actually came as a result of that Google AdWords campaign. Mm, exactly. Wow. <laughs> I, I, I can imagine, Mike, that the people listening to this uh, conversation we're having, their heads are probably spinning, but also they're very excited <laughs> because they can see the potential of business growth just by using these four things. Again, yeah, the tool used well. Um, means there is huge potential there for, for so many businesses. Obviously, there are some businesses where AdWords probably won't work well for you. Know, if you're a, a takeaway cafe, you probably wouldn't be using Google AdWords. But the vast majority of small business, be it if you, if you have a lead gen website or you have an e-commerce website, AdWords is done well, almost certainly going to be positive ROI for you mm. and make you money for every dollar that you spend or rather invest. Fantastic. Well, thank you. I, I, I mean, I cannot begin to even thank you enough for the, the knowledge and the and the insight that you've given us today on our call. Um, and now, Mike, if people want to get in touch with you, what's the best way for them to do that? Um, two places. If you want to learn more about Google AdWords and you want to do more of this yourself, uh, maybe you're a sneaky agency listening to fees stuff and uh, learning all of the good stuff. Um, again, we've taught a lot of agencies how to run AdWords better. Uh, then the place to go is ppcsavvy.com. That's ppcsavvy, and everybody, every one of your listeners knows how to spell savvy.com. Uh, 
if you are looking for someone to maybe run AdWords for you or to audit an existing AdWords setup that you might be running, we do a, a lot of audits and we do them for other agencies, but we do them mainly for, for other businesses that are already running Google AdWords, then the place to go is websavvy.com.au, W-E-B-S-A-V-V-Y.com.au. Fantastic. Um, either one of those two places. Now, I'll have a link on my page uh, to those two uh, sites that uh, Mike has spoken about. So if you're listening to this podcast from uh, supersavvybusiness.com, then I will have the links on the page and you can simply click those to go through to contact Mike. And when you do contact Mike or his team, just let them know that uh, you heard the podcast uh, through Super Savvy Business yes. and, and I'm sure that you'll get... Well, they, I'm sure you, all of your clients get the royal treatment, but uh, you'll get the extra. Well, then I can send treatment. you a bottle of champagne and, and <laughs> donate some money to your favourite charity. That sounds like a plan. <laughs> all right, Mike. Well, thank you so much for your time, and uh, we'll let's let's get together another time because I, you know, always love um, chatting with you and hearing about this wonderful world of AdWords, and uh, we'll speak to you sometime soon. Then. Thank you, Fee. Always a pleasure. All right, take care. This has been Super Savvy Business with Fiona Lewis. Take the fast track to your success online. To find out how, visit supersavvybusiness.com now.